Good afternoon, everybody Uneducated Economist here. So I just got off of work and it's actually like hot out today. Considering it's like middle of October, Astoria, it's not typically weather that you would expect to be like nice weather, like warm weather, but that's what we're experiencing right now. So I'm enjoying it. I, I really enjoyed today. It was a really nice day. So anyway, um, found this article talking about low supply supporting the housing market. And this is something that we have talked about quite a few times here on this channel, because the idea that the Federal Reserve was going to be lifting interest rates, when you lift interest rates, that causes interest rates on everything out there, car loans, credit cards, mortgages, all those interest payments start to go up as well. So if obviously if you have a fixed rate, then you know it doesn't change when the interest rates go up. I mean, you're fixed in that. But when you're buying a new new house or just taking out a mortgage on a house, the new interest rates are much higher and the payments that you make are much higher than they would have been even just last year. So the idea is, is that if these interest rates rise, the people who are out there buying homes wouldn't be able to afford those payments and the house prices would have to come down to meet the capabilities of the buyers. So this was kind of like the idea out there that if the Fed lift interest rates then the house prices would have to come down in order to accommodate the buyer. But that's not what's happening right now. I mean, home prices are not increasing at the rate that they once were. And in some areas, I have heard of them actually coming down some, but we are not seeing that market crash that a lot of people were anticipating when the, when the Federal Reserve started to lift interest rates. People said that if the mortgage rates ever got up above 5% or 6% that we would see a total housing market crash. It's not happening. It's not even remotely close to happening yet. Now, in my opinion, in order to see that housing market crash, we're gonna have to see a few more things other than just interest rates rising. Because the interest rates rising, although that does impact the buyer and what they are able to purchase as far as their monthly payments go, it doesn't really affect the all cash buyer. And from what I understand, even a third of today's homes are sold to all cash buyers, and they don't really care where the interest rates are. I'm assuming that those all cash buyers are buying in because rental income is still doing quite well. Like rents haven't come down or at least not come down in a substantial idea that, you know, there's like the rental market is not hot. Like I, I like everybody knows that rents are expensive and there is very little, you know, indication out there that the rents are going to be coming down so if you are an investor looking for a place to park money rental income seems to be the place to do it so it seems it seems to me that there is a lot of cash buyers looking to take advantage of those hot rental incomes and so that they would still be supporting the housing market with their all cash purchases i think i got all that out there anyhow so that leaves something else to to take into mind if we are going to see like a housing market crash so if it's not the interest rates that are going to do it which they still could i mean give us some time we might see that you know housing churns dramatically over the next year i mean that still could take place i don't see that taking place yet but it could but really where i think that we would see a housing market crash or at least a significant downturn in prices is if we begin to see foreclosures and now this is something that I think is going to take some time in order to kick into gear as far as foreclosures on homes go for a couple of reasons. One, the home prices are still elevated. And so in order for there to really be a foreclosure, you would have to have somebody go like underwater on their home. Like they just simply couldn't make the payments anymore and they wouldn't be able to sell it for what they owe on it. That's not the situation right now.
I mean, if home prices do come down and people begin to get laid off, then that situation could come up. But right now, home prices are still elevated. So even if you were to, say, lose your job or weren't able to make your payments, you could just put your house up for sale. And most likely, unless you have purchased it in the last year or two, you're probably going to be able to sell that for more than what you owe on it. Even if you had to take some money off of it, like off of the estimated value of today's value, <clears throat> even if you had to take some of that off of there, you're probably still well above what you owe on it. Unless you had refinanced and took out all the equity or something like that. Which, I mean, if that's the case, then yeah, you're probably going to end up hurting for that. But I would assume that most people probably didn't put themselves in that precarious of a situation. I mean, they could have, but... I, I, I don't know if that's exactly what they had done. I would imagine most people just rolled over their old debt into a new debt with a lesser interest rate and didn't take out a whole lot of equity. I mean, some people might have, but I, I, I'm not thinking that's the big big case right now. So that's really what we're going to have to look for in order to see like a nice downturn coming from the foreclosures is that we would have to see not only people being laid off because that's going to be the reason why they're going into foreclosures because they're not making their payments anymore because they have lost their job. But then we would also have to see the home prices come down significantly in order for them to be like underwater and then force them to just kind of say, well, I'm going to walk away from this loan. So that that's still like a long ways away. Like it's going to take quite a bit to get to that position one raising the unemployment which still doesn't seem to happen and then two getting those foreclosures to kick up or at least the home prices come down so either one of those i don't see it happening and now the last thing we have to look at is the home builders because this is really where the new inventory comes from is coming from these home builders and they are not excited right now i mean just go and look at the builder sentiment right now it's pretty much in the toilet and it makes a lot of sense that you know builders wouldn't want to be in the game right now when you have the idea that there could be a housing market crash or a downturn in prices if you are a home builder like speculating on the idea that you're going to be able to sell this home into the future you put your idea on out there it's like i'm going to be able to sell this home for this price and this is the profit that i'm going to get if i do that and then by the time you get the home built the prices have come down now all of a sudden your profit's gone and you're not the successful builder that you once were so this is something that a builders are very sensitive to now if it's like a custom home that you're building for a customer that's a little different story like you know you already got the contracts and plan everything's kind of already set you know you know what's going on there but if you're building a bunch of homes and then anticipating by the time they are finished that you're going to put them on the market for sale this is a very cautious situation to be in. I mean, most people really have a major fear that there's going to be a downturn in the housing market. And so that doesn't really encourage the home builders to go out there and start providing a bunch of homes for people to buy if the prices of homes are going to come down. So that's the other thing we have to look at is the home builder sentiment is still in the toilet. So they're not going to be providing a whole lot of inventory coming into the market, at least the new inventory with homes. And without the foreclosures, we're not going to see inventory rising. And then as far as like people just taking advantage of the high prices, like, you know, hey, I want to sell my home while I could, you know, still make a 200,000 profit off of it or $200,000 profit. If they put that home out there with that idea and the prices begin to drop, why would they keep it out there for sale? Like, I mean, they're not desperate sellers, they're greedy sellers, and that's a difference, right? Desperate sellers are people like, oh man, they're in a panic, I'm gonna drop my price until I can finally, you know, get shed of this house. Where greedy buyers are like, man, I'm trying to get $200,000 out of this house, and I don't really wanna drop any of the price off, I'll just keep the house, right? 
So this is the attitude that a lot of people are having out there and the things that we have to look for in order to see a housing market crash, right? I mean, a downturn, I could totally see that taking place. The prices have been like gone crazy over the last few years. Like even the purchasing of my house, the one that I just did, less well it's like i'm actually it's about a year ago right now in fact it's probably the anniversary of me purchasing that house but even in the course of that one year the that my house has gone up close to 25 percent so you could take a lot out of the price tag of that home from the estimate value today and i would still not be under what i paid for it so that's something to think about there's a lot of people who are still sitting in that position Home prices could come down, but as far as the crash, I mean, you got to think, we got to bring out the irrational exuberance part of things, right? Where these prices went off the charts. We got to come down to normal, and then we got to go under normal for there to be like a crash, at least in my opinion. Uneducated economist, you guys let me.